Hello and welcome to the spiritguides.co.uk network radio show with your host Mark Chatterton. Today we are pleased to welcome back on the show Lorna Byrne from Ireland. Lorna has been seeing and speaking to angels all her life and her best-selling book Angels in My Hair brought Lorna's story to millions of people worldwide. She has recently just had her fourth book published called Love from Heaven which we are going to talk about today. So a warm welcome to you Lorna. Um, I'm delighted to be talking um, with you, Mark, once again. Yeah, it's great to, to speak to you again, Laura. Let, let's begin by talking about the title of your new book, Love from Heaven, which is all about love as a force. Do you mean a physical or a spiritual force or something different than that altogether? It's, it's a spiritual force, and that's why I call it as well, Love love from Heaven, because it actually comes from the soul. It's It's pure love. Um, each and every one of us, when we were born as as newborn um, infants, and um, we were pure love, a hundred percent. And the thing is, we must remember that we can't lose any of this love, even though we're so afraid of it. In one sense, we're afraid to give to give it out, and um, we lock we lock away, you know, about ninety percent of it. Um, but it is very important to to remember that that we can't lose any of it, and I think that's one of the most important messages. And that love comes from our soul, so it is pure. Okay, um, I notice you haven't really talked about love in this sense before in in your previous books. So why now, basically? Um, well, it was maybe I think maybe four years ago um, the angel Michael had said to me you know about, spoke to me about the fourth book and I, I just laughed at him and just said you know what on earth could I write the fourth book about and he said about love and um, what we have taught you and what we have allowed you to see and um, that's actually how how it started so gradually before I even started to write I started um, to bring, you know, the question about love up when I would be giving a talk. And um, so that's really how, how, how it all started. It, it was the Angel Michael. I never, it never crossed my mind myself that I would actually ever write about love. Um, but he, he reminded me as well when I was maybe five years of age, roughly that age, and sitting at the table, you know, the family table in, in Old Kamein, and, and my brothers and sisters and my mom and dad, and there was a cake, and the angel beside me said, Lorna, now you're going to learn a little bit more about love, and he told me to watch my dad, and I saw love coming from my father physically, you know, as physically as I see the angels, yeah. and I was amazed by this. And the only way I can describe it, you know, is it's like a mist and trying to give a human appearance to it. But it came from every single part of his body, you know, in, in that in that way and it sparkled. You know, the way if sunshine on ice, the way it, it would sparkle, it was clear, it was crystal clear. And it just came came from him. And the angel said to me, look at my mom, and I glanced at, over at my mom, and my mom was at least three feet away from my dad, like, you know, she wasn't standing directly beside him, and um, I could see the same coming from her, and I just smiled, and it just, it seemed to touch, you know, and mingle, and when I glanced up at my mom at that, at that moment, and my dad, 
I could see the expression of love even on their faces, you know, as they both glanced with each other. And I knew at that moment, as well as seeing it physically, you know, that my mom and dad felt it. They felt the love for each other as they glanced at each other, as as that mist, as I call it, um, from both of them touched and mingled, intertwined. Um, and that was the very first time um, I ever saw love, physical force of love, and, and it is very, very powerful. And, you know, um, I, I just never thought, you know, that, that God would ever allow me to write about it. But as I, what would you say, go out into the world out there, um, you know, I'm being told and shown how little, lo- how little there is of love in the world. You know, we're not, we have locked away so much of it that um, we're, we're kind of afraid of it because we're afraid we'll be hurt and all, all of that. And I always remember, you know, again, maybe it was a few years later, you know, going out to play and the angel saying to me, you know, stop for a moment and just stopping on on the street and seeing these other young children playing and especially this, this young boy. And they told me, you're going to learn more about love. And I I just uh, stood there and watched him and he suddenly stopped and stood still. And when he done this, you know, I could see this. The only way I could call it is like an ice cold band, yeah. you know, right around his chest. And again, it it was crystal clear, but it looked so hard and cold and it looked so tight. And as I looked at him and, and he looked at me, I felt all his hurt and pain. I felt all the reasons why he had locked away so much of his his love. And you have to remember, I was only a child and so was he. Yeah. You know, um, and to realize that, you know, we could lock away so much when we're so, so young. I felt very emotional. I, I felt like, you know, crying. And I went to step forward because I wanted to give this young boy a hug but he turned and he ran and I felt sad, you know, that I couldn't. And I always remember reaching into my pocket to see if I had a sweet or anything. And, you know, the angel beside me knew exactly what I was thinking and just had said to me, you know, a loving gesture can help anyone to unlock their love, even though I didn't have a sweet to, to give him. And I suppose... I found that really sad and I just see so much of that in the world. From that day on, you know, I I was able to see that band physically and it, it's around everybody, even around myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have it there as, as well. And it is because we are uh, afraid of love, but we must remember we are 100% love and we can release more of that of that love in, 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 into the world. Because you have to remember when we do that, when we allow ourselves to love more, you know, we actually feel happier and more joy within, within ourselves or more at peace with ourselves. But I know everybody finds it hard. So this book is to kind of help you to, to realize that and, and where love comes from and, and that you, you can release it and you never run short of it for yourself because it always remains 100% because it comes from your soul.
Yes, because that brings me straight into the next question, because obviously you've mentioned that story, which is in the book, and you, you talk about how humans are 100% love, and yet many of us lock this away, um, perhaps due to things like hurt or anger early on in our lives. How is it that our listeners today could help people who have locked away love in them? Um, this is just like what the angel had said to me that day as, as a child, a, a kind gesture, you know, even even a smile, you know, a hug, um, you know, saying you're sorry, you know, if, if you have done something to hurt someone that caused them to, to, lock, to lock it away. It's actually all those simple things that, you know, we sit and we wait for, wait for someone to say something positive to us or we're waiting for someone to, you know, reach out and give us a helping hand, whether it is, and it doesn't have to be big things. It can be your neighbor down the road. It can be your own mother, you know, and the most important thing, of course, is to say um, the words, I love you. Yeah. To say, say those words because those words are so, so powerful. Um, and that was one of the, the things I had started to do and um, before I even started to write the book after the Angel Michael had spoken to me about it, as you know, to the audience, um, at times I would say, How many of you have ever said to your mom or your dad, you know, I love you? And I was actually shocked by the response I, I got. And I always remember the, the first time I had said it, I had actually spoke to the interviewer, you know, beforehand and the day before. And I had said to her, you know, did you have you ever said to your mom that you love her? And I always remember her looking at me, you know, and she saying, no, I have never said that. Um, and I asked her, did your mom ever say it to you? And she said, no. And she, she just said, well, I'm assuming she does. You know, and the the thing is that seemingly that evening, you know, he had gone home, rang her mom, and over the phone, she told her mom she loved her. And seemingly her mom, you know, told her too she loved her. And they both actually cried over the phone. You know, that it had taken them all those years. Like, yeah. this lady was well in her 30s. It had taken them all those years. And... You know, the next day, you know, after the talk and when I had asked the audience to do the same, you know, she had turned around and she says, I'm meeting my mom um, this weekend, you know, I'm going back home and I'm going to give her a big hug and tell her in person, not just over the phone, I, I love you. Um, but she said it, it, it lifted such a weight from her, you know, it, it, it made her... You know, the way she expressed it with the smile on her face. And I, I was sitting in front of her and just watching her love coming forward, you know, coming forward um, from her body and and going back again and, and just filling her, her with joy. We've got to remember those words are extremely powerful and we shouldn't be afraid to, to use them, you know, to our parents, you know, to our children, you know, even to our friends so that we love our friends. You know, because love changes everything and it changes everything for the positive. That's right. Um, moving on to people in charge of running the world and most people see 
some people as pretty evil, um, but presumably from what you're saying, they're not necessarily evil as such. It's just that they've got love in them, which has been locked away deeply and it's never shown in their lives. Yeah, um, they, they, they have locked it away. And, and I, I know we can have so many leaders in the world and and all of that. And, you know, they they want to do the right thing or keep control of, of, of the world and of, of the people. So in, in a sense, they, they lock their love away so, so much they don't allow themselves to feel it. And again, that's why prayer is powerful because it is prayer that can help us and help others um, to release their, their love. And that's why I'm always asking people, you know, don't forget to pray for the leaders of the world, no matter how much you may dislike them. You know, because if we don't pray and ask, you know, that, that maybe, you know, they will listen to somebody or somehow they will release um, some of the love that's inside of them and have compassion and, you know, and hope and all, all of that because we need them to make the right decisions as well. Okay. Sometimes in your books you, you talk about God in angels and describe what they look like, and quite often some of them seem to be wearing armour. Would you say this in some way reflects the mood of the human they're looking after, or does it mean that the angels are in some sort of battle mode taking place behind the scenes? No, I don't. The the guardian angel, any time I have seen the guardian angel as such in general, I would say in general, um, wearing a clothing that to me would re- would represent armour of, of some kind. It can be softer and heavier and lighter. It, it, it seems to vary. Sometimes it's for the simplest reason, you know, just to help to give a person strength within their life, to give them courage. For some reason, they they can they feel that they feel they have you know the protection um, around them in that in that way. Um, the guardian angels don't be at battle at all in in the way that that you have have described. They they love they love us unconditionally. Your guardian angel loves you unconditionally, um, no matter what, and never leaves you for for one second. So your guardian angel is never disappointed or anything with you in in any way, even when you're not doing the best or or anything like that. Always loves you. Yeah. So um, moving on to in your Love from Heaven book, there's a whole chapter on the earth and the environment. And you mentioned the hole in the ozone layer. I think a lot of people seem to have forgotten about this particular problem what what is it that we as individuals perhaps should be doing to try and stop this problem getting worse? I I think all of us as as individuals have to play a part, but every opportunity we get to play a bigger part um, to impress our governments, we need to do so. I don't know how people can feel that they have forgotten about it when, you know, it's affecting us more and more all, all of the time. It's just that we're, what would you say, we're, we're, we're closing a blind eye. Is that one of the things we, we yeah, hear sometimes? Yeah. We, we just want to ignore it and pretend um, it's, it's not happening because we're feeling at the moment, well, it's not affecting us too badly yet. You know, but we can't um, continue that way because 
I'm being shown all of the time that it is affecting us badly. You know, it's actually changing our, our earth completely. You know, the temperatures in every way and that is is changing, you know, the the environment, you know, even the animals, the insects, you know, even the food we grow and even ourselves, it's affecting us um, physically, you know. So, again, that's why we've got to, you know, have love, feel the love for, for this beautiful gift that God has given us, this planet, you know, and everything on it. We have to allow ourselves to feel that love and start to care for it. It's not too late, but we can't actually reverse the damage um, that has been done in the way that we'd love to think that we can. You know, because, you know, when the angel took me up there to see the ozone layer, how can I describe it? I tried to describe it in the book the best, the best I could, but just giving you a brief you know, it was massive. Yeah, and yeah. It wasn't just a tiny little speck, you know, or a tiny area in that in that way. It was actually massive, and it seemed to be rolling. You know, the edges of, edges of it like fire, just rolling and peeling in that in that way, and it was trying to to heal as well, but it can't heal itself. It needs us to help as well. You know, and we're actually not doing enough. And I know if if I said to people, you know, we have to find other other ways and and not be putting so much pollution in 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 into the air. You know, we have to plant more trees to to level the oxygen and have everything like that. I know people say, oh, but why do we need more? Why do we need to do all of that? But I think of the children of the future. You know, them turning around and saying, you know, why did we do nothing? Why did we allow this to happen? So we, we've got to release more of that love that's inside of us, each and every one of us. We are 100% pure love and we have the key to do so. And all that we have to do is is turn it, you know, and, and say, well, every opportunity I get, you know, um, it's 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 like the simplest things. If if in your locality, you know, um, your council or your government decide to cut down a load of trees for really no reason at all, in 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 the sense that they just want to make a big more open area or something like that. I think people should say no. We should leave the trees. We should leave you know that wide, that long grass, you know, for for nature in 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 that in that way, um. Because we need nature. We can't survive without it. So we have to allow the love inside of us to grow for the beautiful world that we have around us. Yes, because you also mentioned the the new um, thing called fracking, which many politicians see as a solution to the world's energy needs. Yet there's so many problems caused by fracking in places like America and Australia. And uh, there's actually a a video on on YouTube of some people who live in an area where there's been fracking and they're opening the tap and there was water coming out and they can actually set it alight because the water has has just been damaged by fracking. Um, It seems to me that a lot of people just don't care what happens to the planet and are more interested in, in making money. You know, it seems such a big problem. 
No, and and people are so, um, what would you say, cold-hearted and closed off and just thinking, you know, of the material things. Um, Backing shouldn't happen because we, you know, we, we have to stop, you know, taking, you know, the energy from the planet itself, you know, the oil and all of that. Our planet needs that. We can't take it all from it because we're taking its life force from it. You know, it's it's like the veins in your body, the blood, you know, um, if we drain that from our human body, our heart stops, you know, so we, we, we can't keep on taking. And that is why I'm so much against fracking. It, it, it shouldn't be happening. And, you know, every country should be saying, no, we have to find other ways to keep ourselves warm, other ways to... Um, you know, to light up light up things like we have the sun all day. You know, we should be using that more so instead of, you know, um, blowing holes in, in, in the earth, way down in, in the earth, as they call, call the fracking. They, they, they drill a hole, you know, and they drop this stuff down it just to, to, to do that, to release um, the gases and everything like that. Um, and... We, we actually need to stop. I'm completely against it. I know you have seen what I have, have written. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it must stop. Yeah. Um, presumably then, from what you're saying, you're saying the sun, that there is alternative energies, sources for humans on Earth that doesn't need to dis- be destructive. Yeah, we don't need to be to be so, so destructive at, at all. Um, there, there is other alternatives, but I know it is, you know, the human part of us of um, of wanting to make money, of wanting to make, you know, things, you know, seem easier for us. But in the end, if, if we take the natural things, if we take as much energy from the sun in the sense as it throws it off, but we're not actually taking it from it, we're using it. Um, we will find in the end that that's much easier and much better for us and we have hardly any problems because of it um, in that in that way. So we need to start to use alternatives and not be saying, oh, it will cost a fortune to harness it. You know, we like to see the waves, you know, um, the people with the money as such, you know, and wanting to make money um think that's the most important thing in life but listen you can't bring any material thing to heaven with you when you die and if we destroy this planet and you know and there's hardly any children because it can't sustain life you know the way it does today um, I'm afraid all those material things were a waste of time yeah yeah Moving on, um, later on in the book, you mention about jealousy and how it eats away at people, and you sort of compare that with competition, um, which you say is perhaps a positive thing. I'm not sure whether competition is is more negative than that, because you might argue that it divides people and turns them against each other, uh, but perhaps not in a stronger way as jealousy, but would you not say that that competition is still a divisive force? I I do think competition is still a divisive force as such, and it really is about loving yourself. 
you know, and seeing all of the qualities that you have. Um, I think that's the one you're talking about, is it? Yeah, and, you know, so many of us are told that, you know, it's fain to love yourself, you know, and that it's it's being selfish and just thinking of yourself and all of those horrible things. But actually loving yourself is about following yourself, you know, following yourself as, as a human being and following all of the things that you're good at and looking at, at all of the positive things that you can do. You know, um, so that is one thing I always tell people. You need to actually love yourself more. That's something we really need to do. And I know that was was the young girl, and she used a daffodil. You know, um, if it's the same story, um, she used a daffodil and, you know, stuck it on, on her mirror and, you know, compared herself to it in the sense that she was as perfect as this beautiful daffodil because that's the way she saw a daffodil as perfect. Um, And that made a huge difference in her life as she started to love herself. She started to become, you know, more positive and happier. And she could see life so much clearer in that way. And, you know, in, in doing that, and as time passed for her, you know, everything became more joyful, you know, even friends, even the people around her, you know, she didn't herself, as she loved herself more, she stopped seeing them sometimes in a negative way as well because she didn't love herself. She saw her her body, you know, the way sometimes a young person or an older person would say, "Um, how could I love myself? You know, look at my hands, they're horrible you know, or look at my eyes and my face. And I always smile when I meet someone, you know, that, that says, you know, they hate themselves. And when the angels would turn around and tell me, you know, Lorna, have a good look at them there. And I would look at them and I would see all the beautiful things about them, you know, and then I would start to point them out. You know, and and to see the shock and and the love, then suddenly that would come from that person. You know, the love that's in themselves, that hundred percent starting to pour out. You know, and them feeling, you know, so much hope and joy within themselves. I think everyone out there, we have to start to love ourselves more because, you know, you can't love anyone else any more than you love yourself. That's, you know, that's why Jesus had said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You can't love your neighbor any more than you love yourself. And even romantic love, the more you love yourself, the more romantic love will blossom and grow inside of you. And then when someone comes into your life, you know, that you're involved romantically in that way, that love, you know, flourishes and is much stronger and there is less problems. And the same with, you know, you know, loving your enemy, what people would say, the person they hate, you know, to love your enemy. Um, you have to actually love yourself. It's like you have to, the more you love yourself, the more the person that someone says, this is your enemy in front of you, you actually see the good and positive things and you become friends. Yes, because I was going to overcome. Yeah, I was going to mention 
the state of the world today because it seems that it's become a lot more violent again in recent years with the conflicts in Syria and various places in Africa and now in the last few weeks in Iraq. Are the angels trying to stop all this violence from happening? Yes, they they are. And I, I know, you know, there's lots of good people out there. And again, this is why we need to release more love. We 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 can't keep on saying, you know, well, that's happening over there. They're killing each other. I don't care. It doesn't affect me because that means you don't actually love anybody in that sense. You've closed off that love. So we have to open our hearts more, turn that key and and feel for those people. We've got to pray for them and anything that we can do to support or to speak up, we've got to do that. As you know, I do that all the time myself as well um, because we can't say it's just their problem because that can come here to us as well. We've got to love them. You know, those children over in those countries there, they're bewildered. They're completely innocent. You know, and, you know, even the older men and women, you know, are completely innocent as well. You know, when wrongs are being done in the world, we all have to stand up and be counted and see what we can do to help to sort them out, whether it is a prayer or a kind gesture, or a few bob you can put into a collection, or, you know, letters you can send to your government, you know, asking for them to find um, peaceful solutions. You know, we've got to do all we possibly can. We can't actually sit back and do nothing. Yeah. So, just to tie things up, um the, the power of love is the most important thing in the world, you would say. Yes, yeah, the power, the power of love, we, we've got to remember. And that, again, is why I've written the book Love from Heaven, because love can change everything. If we start to feel love for our neighbors, for our enemies, you know, if, if we stop saying, I hate that person, I dislike that person, they have hurt me. If we stop saying that and say, right. I'm going to see, can I love them? I'm going to allow myself to love them. We And turning that key within our own heart, unlocking the love that we have 100% inside of us and allowing it out into the world to help to change everything. To send that love even, you know, to send it um, consciously in that way as well. And to start with those, you know, within your home, your friends, you know, use the words and mean them because it will change you and it will change you for the positive and all those around you. Don't be afraid to say I love you. Right. Thank you ever so much, Lorna, for the interview. You're and, welcome. And for your, it was for lovely your talking with you. And for all that you've said to us and I hope all the listeners will put that into practice and will start making the world a better place with love. Thank you, Lorna. Okay, thank you. God bless. God Bye-bye. bless you. Thank you. All right, that's that's great. Thank you, Lorna. That's great. Yeah. Thanks. I hope that was good enough for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were happy. It, 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 you've always got, you know, plenty to say. And, and um, I find just sort of reading your books, it sort of makes you feel a, a little bit higher and hopeful and 
whatever, do you know what I mean? Well, we definitely need more love out yeah. in the world yeah. out there. So yeah. anything you can do to, you, you never know, somebody could be listening to your show and something, you know, good happens of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the important thing. We're all we're all playing our part and doing 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 our best. And it's lovely talking with you, Mark. And I'm asking for as much success and happiness and joy for you as well. All right, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. And love. Yeah. Because um, you're coming over to London again, aren't you? In um, the autumn, I think. I think I think it is. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yes. I suppose you're so so busy, you don't know where you're going sometimes. No, I'm I'm actually suffering a bit from jet jet lag because I'm just back from New York. Yeah, because and um, and, yeah. and again, you know, talking with people, um, to help to solve some of the world problems as well. Also for peace. Yeah. So that's what I was doing in New York. So. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So keep 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 doing your work. It's yeah. Very very important. Yeah, because yeah, I'm actually sort of writing a book about about the state of the world and. Yeah. You know, from a sort of almost like an angel's point of view, someone who's not human looking at the world and, and all the silly things that humans do. And I'm trying to get that finished and out this year. So hopefully yeah, that, brilliant, brilliant. That, that will help. But, yeah, any, anything that, that will help is, 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 is so important. And I'm afraid we do so many silly things. We yeah. really are very silly if you think yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we really are. Yeah. All right. I let, I let you go. Yeah, God bless. God bless you. Thank you. Thank bye you bye. Okay. Bye goodbye. Bye.